You're listening to Like Nobody's Business, and I'm your host, Emily Castle. This podcast is a space of devotion to mastery, excellence, and thriving in our businesses and in our lives as women entrepreneurs. Each month, I'll be helping you tool up with resources to support you to navigate a new area of entrepreneurial life with intention, strategy, and soul. I'll walk you through it by answering your specific questions, help get you on top of it with actionable tips, look under it to help you reprogram your subconscious mind for more ease, and when it comes to the common traps I see many of my coaching clients and listeners fall into, I'll get you over it. Together, we'll explore a broad range of topics that impact and influence how you show up to lead the business your soul came here to create, including wellness, prosperity, growth, spirituality, and fulfillment. I'm so excited and grateful you found your way here. Let's dive into today's episode so you can add something new to your toolbox of expansion and learn how to master entrepreneurship and life like nobody's business. On top of it, over it, under it, through it, freedom's calling, calling you. On top of it, over it, under it, through it, freedom's calling, calling you. On top of it, over it, under it, Okay, my love, welcome to our Through It episode. Today, I'll be answering your questions about this month's topic and coaching you through the specific challenges you're facing. Let's get to it and through it together. Nobody's business. Hi, loves. I'm so excited to be with you and walk you through success today. I know that this has been a really fun topic for us to explore this month. And I think what we're learning, at least what I'm being reminded of this month, is that success is such a subjective and self-defined concept. And today I want to walk you through success as a concept, as a construct, uh, as a strategy, (laughs) as a feeling, and as a mindset. So hang tight. We're going to cover a lot, but these are some helpful reminders perhaps that we all need to hear. And I want you to return to this episode anytime you feel like you're falling short or that you aren't feeling successful or that you just need a bit of a reset around what it means to actually be successful in your life and in your business. So first I want to invite you to just think about what is the idea of success? What does it look like in your industry. So if you're an interior designer or you are an artist or you are a coach or you are someone who has like a style blog, whatever it is, wherever you're coming to this conversation from, what does the idea of success look like within your industry? And when you consider this, you might think of like, who are the expanders? Who are the influencers in your space? Who are the people that are really like making it big that you've said, ah, that's what success must look like in this industry. Now, if you are in the coaching industry, then you probably know that there, it's so easy when we're scrolling through Instagram, when we're reading other people's newsletters and content 
to compare ourselves and get caught in this trap of comparison, but also just feeling like maybe our version of success or our own definition is somehow off or wrong or not enough or less than what we see happening. I know for me, I've been struggling with this a lot lately, honestly, because I'm looking at people who are doing similar work to me and I'm seeing, you know, they have multi-million dollar businesses and all of this stuff. And um, when I actually get real with myself beyond the trigger or beyond the like, oh, I wish that would happen for me or that would be nice, right? When I actually get beneath the trigger, what comes up for me is, oh, that's great for them. And I don't need that to feel successful. If it happens, cool, but that's not what I'm going to be like aiming for and feeling like if I'm falling short of, and if I'm making less than seven figures or $500,000 a year or something that I am in some way not successful. And perhaps you need this reminder and perspective check and reframe as well. Because I think that this is something that we all get caught in and it sucks out the joy, right? From what our own success actually feels like, looks like, and and what we get to experience, right? Earlier this week, I had a moment where I was just feeling so weird. I was like, oh my gosh, I've created so much space for myself in my life and my business and I don't even know what to do right now. And then of course, with this newly found and created space, I had myself, I found myself thinking, well, I should probably be doing something to make more money. I should probably be creating something new to like make more money and generate new income and like reinvent the wheel here and whatever. And then I started looking at everything and I was thinking, wow, it's kind of like nothing is really working that well. And I think in a lot of ways, right, there's at least in the coaching industry, and I'll speak for myself on this one, there's a lot of language out there about like spiritual, uh, like financial abundance and almost the messaging that like, if you aren't making multiple six figures, seven figures, whatever, if you're not like blowing it out in your business every month, that there's something wrong with you, (laughs) or there's something you need to work on yourself, or you need to heal your limiting beliefs or your frequency is off or you're not embodied or like something that there's a problem and i think wow how like what a disservice and what a disempowering thing (laughs) to tell women right to to spread to women when we're under the guise of being empowering that like there isn't a problem And perhaps your success right now in this moment, or maybe in general, just looks different. So I want to give all of us, myself included, permission for our definition of success to look however it looks, to be whatever it is, because perhaps the metric we're using to gauge our success is like, I feel financially secure and stable. I have more than enough. And... I also have time and space to think and to read and to walk downtown and smell jasmine or to spend time with my partner or to pick up some slack around the house because he's really busy right now or the Airbnb needs something and maybe I have more time to like spend with my friends and be fully present in those moments that like maybe busyness isn't always the goal. 
And I think, you know, there are seasons in our businesses where a full schedule feels like success. And there are other seasons where actually an an empty schedule is what success looks like. I met up with a former client the other day and uh, a few months ago, actually, and she runs a really successful, beautiful business. And we worked together, I think in 2017 ish, when she was just, it was really just starting to kind of take off. And our work together, I think, was really instrumental in the business taking off in the way that it did with her in the position that she was in as the leader, as the CEO. And I'm really, really proud of her for making all of those changes and delegating things and all the good stuff that we worked on together back then. And we had lunch and I was like, so what are you doing after this? And she was like, oh, I might go home and take a nap and uh, I might like go paint or something. And it's so funny because she you know, she runs a multi-million dollar company. She has all of these employees. She's got multiple brick and mortar locations. They do online sales through Amazon and through their website and all this stuff. Like there's a lot going on. (laughs) She definitely has the option to be very much in it all the time and to not have any space and to fill up her calendar with like all the possible things she could do and to kind of get in the way of her team and bottleneck things. But Instead, she's like, yeah, success for me right now looks like going and taking a nap before I pick my kids up from school and then spend time with them and like bake cookies or something, right? Like make a pie because I'm practicing my pie making skills, right? Like whatever it is. And so a reminder also and something I've been thinking about this month is like success. Sometimes there are seasons where it looks like a full schedule and there are other seasons where it looks like an empty blank space schedule, And I think it's really important that we remember in those moments that it doesn't mean that there's something wrong. It could mean that this is exactly what we've been working toward and we can be grateful and present and make sure that we're using the time in a way that we would be proud of when we have that space and in a way that we would be proud of doesn't always have to mean or look like doing something to make more money or launching a new thing. It could look like spending time with your kids, taking a nap, resting, Um, going on vacation, reading fiction. I've been doing a lot of that lately. (laughs) Um, It could look like, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's like I want to sit on the couch with my partner at night and like leisurely watch a TV show we both love or a documentary or something and like bond and have a conversation about it and have the best possible wine and an amazing meal, right? It could be anything. And there is no like better than definition of success because it's yours and it gets to be yours. It gets to be defined by you, created by you. Now, let's move on <laughs> to success as a as a construct, right? And what does it actually mean? How do we define it? So first of all, I think it's important to mention if you don't have a clear vision or clear goals, it's very difficult to measure and gauge your own success. And it likely feels fleeting if and when you do feel successful because there's no clear metric to say, I objectively succeeded or I did not yet succeed at this thing. And success doesn't come because we just stumble upon it or fall into it. It's actually something that happens or it's not something that happens to us. Rather, it's something we create by continually getting back up and trying again and experimenting and being vulnerable and taking risks. Anytime you read a story of anyone who's ever been successful, I love the podcast, How I Built This with Guy Raz, because they do such a great job of really illustrating how the path towards success is often laced with a lot of 
big freaking failures before you hit the big success. And I think that's really humbling as a reminder because failure is technically by definition, the opposite of success. But I prefer to think of it as something that happens many, many times on the way to success, because that's what I've witnessed. That's what I feel um, for myself when I you know, launch something, it doesn't go as planned or whatever. So don't get discouraged if you heard crickets from your latest launch or something in your business didn't quite yield the results you desired or expected. I like to think of it all as information, right? Every time I launch something, it doesn't go well or it doesn't go as planned. There's just an opportunity to take that information and integrate it and refine and spit back out on the other side, right? Something that actually does work or that does connect with our ideal soulmate clients or that does serve the right people or that is said in a way that actually lands, right? There are so many things that we can tweak in the process. Um, Mm -mm. where was I? So I like to think of it all as information really supporting me to be more successful in just hitting that target the next time that I try it. So I think it's important to mention here also that we learn the most when we don't actually hit the target, right? We get so much more information. We get so much more learning. We get so much more growth from the times that we do quote unquote fail than when we succeed right? When everything goes great, it's like, okay, cool. It went great. (laughs) When something doesn't, we get so much more curious often about what didn't work and where we didn't hit the mark or where we missed it or how something didn't work. And I know in the past few months, I've been learning so much in my business about my soulmate clients, about what it is that I actually do, about what it is that people are actually coming to me for. And I'm in the process right now of really refining and shifting a lot of things. So P.S. stay tuned for some of that coming shortly. (laughs) I just hired two different coaches for the next three months to really like support me all in. And I'm super excited and a little bit nervous and also just like I'm ready. So we learn so much. We're either succeeding right? This is how I like to think of it. Um, We're either succeeding in every moment or we're learning to succeed more effectively, efficiently, or frequently the next time that we try something. So both success and failure, right, are 100% subjective because you are the one writing your own story in every moment and you are the one in control of how you perceive something. And how you choose to view a situation and what narrative is created about that situation within you, right? So that's the cool part is actually we have the power to say, you know what? I'm not going to fear failure. I'm not going to let that stop me from trying because failure is just like if I didn't get up after I fell down or if I didn't learn anything from something not going the way that I thought it was, right? Me quitting and stopping trying, that's the only like objective failure because I'm no longer trying. I'm no longer getting back up. I'm no longer taking a risk. I'm no longer willing to experiment or to apply my learnings to the next shot that I take to see if it hits the target, right? And I think that failure, like what we often think of as failure is just like iterating. It's just refining. And I think that that's really important and it's part of the entrepreneurial journey. It's part of the process toward succeeding. 
Okay, let's move on to success as a feeling. In my experience, success is as much a concept as it is a feeling. So there's an external component, there's an internal component. Sometimes feeling success is so much more fulfilling than actually hitting the target or achieving a certain specific set of outcomes, right? Sometimes when I set a goal and work toward achieving it, even when I don't hit the goal exactly as I originally had planned or set out to do, the outcome feels successful. And I've learned a lot along the way. Sometimes learning that I didn't actually want what my ego decided to want when I set that goal, right? Or learning that, oh, I wouldn't have been able to handle that because life happened and this would have been impossible. Like, Back in at the beginning of 2020, my mastermind program that year had three women. And I was so, I felt like such a failure for a period of time. And I was like, why are there only three? This is such a great program. This is such a great experience, whatever. And then obviously we know what happened in 2020 with the pandemic. We had two retreats that we had to like cancel slash reschedule. It would have been a freaking mess, number one. (laughs) if I would have had more women in that program. And number two, it would have been like, I wouldn't have created probably the offerings that I did. I wouldn't have built the relationships that I did because I had space to do the other stuff in my business that I may not have had space or like capacity to really do and think about had I had a full mastermind program that year. Right. And I, I was also moving and I, I mean, there was so much that happened in that year. It was nuts, but I don't think it would have happened quite the same way or in the way that it did if I had had a full mastermind, right? So sometimes in retrospect, you're like, thank goodness I didn't get that thing that I thought I wanted because the success that came from not having that, the way that I was pushed to grow or the way that I was invited to create something or the opportunity that came out of having the space instead of having that space filled by the thing that I thought I wanted, that I was thinking was success and the only way that it could happen was so much better than what I thought I wanted if I would have gotten it, right? So... um. I think that's the important part. I also encourage and challenge you to consider what makes you feel successful on a daily basis. It may have nothing to do with your business. It may have nothing to do with the results that you're creating in your business, right? For me, that might look like staying organized and feeling on top of things, not having um, like loose ends untied before going to bed. Or when I start my week or when I end my week or something, sometimes things as small as doing the dishes before going to bed makes me feel successful and clear-headed when I wake up in the morning, like there's a blank slate. Or getting up and getting dressed in the morning and putting something on that makes me feel beautiful and like actually doing my makeup and getting out of the house or having time to read fiction books on my swing bed on my back porch or spending the day at the beach feeling carefree knowing there's nothing else looming over my head that like a whole to-do list is not waiting for me when I get home from that experience and knowing that I can just like have as much time there as I want to. That 
what those are some things that make me feel successful. Also being able to say like, oh, I want to do this. I want to invest in this thing or I want to go on this trip. And knowing that I, I have the money in the bank to do it. And it doesn't feel like a burden financially to be able to live my life the way that I want to or to invest in the support that I want to, right? That feels successful in so many ways, in ways that had I, you know, if I could go back in time and tell my 22-year-old self when she started this, this business not knowing what the heck we were doing yet, if I were to tell her that, she would be so excited, so delighted. If I were to tell my seven-year-old self that, she would just be so thrilled and feel like we made it. And yet my 30-year-old current self sometimes looks at those things and says, that's not enough, right? So in what ways are we actually cultivating actively a feeling of success within us and choosing a perspective that supports that feeling of success in our everyday life, in the small moments. Perhaps it has nothing to do with your business, right? Perhaps it has nothing to do with your results. Perhaps it has everything to do with how you show up, how you act and, and live into your values, how in integrity you are, how present you are with your partner or loved ones or kids or friends or family, right? Maybe the feeling of success is like, oh, I have a friend who is my best friend who I can call at any day or time and I know she's going to be there for me. That is success, right? For a lot of us, some of these things we overlook constantly, right? We don't give ourselves credit for creating them, but relationships, the quality of our relationships, that's what makes us actually feel successful a lot of the times, right? It's not just the stuff happening in our business. So I want to invite you to really zoom out the lens and look at your life as a whole. Look at how you are feeling successful or what would make you feel proud as you end your day or as you start your day. Or maybe on a weekly basis, what would make you feel proud? What would make you feel successful? Because a lot of our success when it comes to business is like out of our control, unfortunately, right? There's like a consent that someone has to want to buy something or agree to something or want to work with you. So a lot of it, like, yes, there are things we can do to make sure that 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 happens more frequently than not. However, it's we also don't have full, total, 100% control over it, right? So that's where we can run into trouble. So what are the things that are within your control that make you feel successful on a daily basis? And I want you to think about that and start just bringing that awareness into your daily life, doing those things, making it a priority to actually do the things, to follow through, to show up the way that you want to so that you can feel successful regardless of the circumstances outside of you, but that you are taking key initiative that you are taking action toward having yourself feel that way on a daily basis and reminding yourself that maybe this is what success looks like in this season of life and that's perfect and now a quick break in the show to share about one of our partners after this year i can feel the collective itching to just get out and explore again maybe you're feeling it too 
I have loved joining the Airbnb community as a host this year, and it's a platform that I've used many, many times to book beautiful, unique lodging and accommodations when I've traveled across the world, truly. Jeff and I have been surprised at just how easeful and simple the process has been as the bookings keep rolling in in our investment property. It's become an incredible stream of passive revenue that allows me to work smarter instead of harder and to reach my financial goals using space that would otherwise be vacant. With Airbnb though, our above the garage apartment unit is an income generating machine that allows both of us to feel more free to follow what lights us up because we have an additional stream of revenue that's supportive of our dreams, collectively and individually. I absolutely love Airbnb's mission to bring people together from all over the world and open beautiful spaces for relaxation, new experiences, and adventure. You can become an Airbnb host too and join in on the fun. So whether you're looking to become a host or travel yourself or both, because who says you you have to choose between the two? I certainly don't. I've got you. You can head to the link in the show notes and sign up today. If you haven't used Airbnb before and you want to book a trip and you use the link to sign up in the show notes, you'll get $25 when you sign up. And also, if you want to join as a host, you'll also get some perks there. Head to the link in the show notes and get rewarded when you become an Airbnb host or traveler. Now back to today's episode. Okay, let's talk about the difference between accomplishment and success. So accomplishment is also is often associated with success, but it's not exactly the same. Accomplishment refers to the results we desire when we attempt to create or reach specific goals. Basically, it's the results that we plan or expect to occur. Success is the positive consequence or outcome of an achieved accomplishment. So Accomplishment can be seen as the process to become successful, and with every accomplished goal, you take a step toward prosperity and a life full of success. And so, you know, the process of becoming successful starts with setting clear goals, having a clear vision, defining a strategy and a plan for how you intend to reach those goals and aims and visions to keep in mind that success is a consequence of having earned a series of accomplishments. So there are lots of milestones on the way to like an overall successful life for you, right? So this is why I think a lot of us struggle, or at least a lot of my clients struggle with taking these like big visions and actually chunking them down into manageable, understandable, achievable goals. And sometimes, right, like when we think about our, our vision and our goals in a 10-year context, in a five-year context, in a one-year context, and then in quarterly 90-day subcontexts, um, we've, that can be much more manageable for ourselves, for our, our minds to actually like wrap itself around what is doable, what is achievable, what is practical right now. How do we take the first few steps toward those bigger goals, that life of success that we envision for ourselves or that career of success that we envision for ourselves. And we forget that 10 years is a really long time and we often underestimate how much can happen in a whole decade while we often overestimate 
what we can accomplish or achieve in one year or one day or those smaller periods of time. So when we get strategic and structured and systematic around our goals, we can become more focused and take the necessary action to achieve them and increase our odds of hitting the target and feeling successful in the process. Because we know that we are taking, uh, we're, we're hitting these milestones, right? Of these smaller goals on a quarterly basis that set us up to have what we desire as a success, whatever we're defining as success in a year. And then that we're working towards something very practically for a five-year time frame, for a 10-year time frame, and so on and so forth. And oftentimes we want to skip ahead, right? We want the like 10-year vision yesterday. And we forget that those accomplishments, that series of accomplishments, like deposits into a bank account, create this sort of like compound interest effect that leads to us feeling successful. And like we have really achieved what we set out to achieve, but often we want to just like skip all the steps. We want to go. I remember in a coaching session with a client a few years ago, I said like, it's like you want to, you're at the base of the staircase and you're trying to like jump up to the top floor to like the landing at the top of the staircase, instead of just like taking the first step and taking them one at a time. Right. And then it feels really hard and there's all this inertia required. And then we feel like we're failing because we're not at the top yet. And it's like, it's okay. Just take the first step and then take the next step and then the next and the next and the next. And eventually you will be at the top of the staircase. And it's okay that you're not there right now because you're starting from this bottom step and you're climbing and it's okay. It's okay to be climbing. It's okay to be walking up a staircase. You don't have to like leap and jump to the top. It's okay. (laughs) That's a lot of pressure. It requires a lot of energy. It requires a lot of strength. It requires a lot to be able to jump from the bottom to the top of the staircase all in one fell swoop with no injuries, right? And that's, that's a minority of people who are going to do it that way right? If, if anyone, I don't know. I don't know that anyone would really say, oh yeah, I just, in my journey towards success, I just started at the bottom and I jumped straight clear to the top and it was so easy, right? And if they did, like I said, they wouldn't have learned much, right? They wouldn't have learned about themselves, about who they are, about what they're made of, about what it takes, about how to replicate that in the future. There would be no transferable skills, right? So remember that though that process of accomplishment and those small achievements, those milestones is actually so, so important because it's the most valuable stuff. You're going to learn so much through taking those small steps, those little baby leaps that when you look back, you're like, oh my God, how did I do that? One of my clients in my mastermind right now, we, we did a lot of like unsexy work in the very beginning, in the first few months, in the first quarter of the year together. And suddenly she's having these like huge breakthroughs. She's having these huge, like everybody is signing up and saying yes to work with her and paying her these like crazy amounts of money that she's never seen before. And it's wild and it's awesome. And that's not the case for everybody all the time. But she, for example, has put in those like small steps incrementally made every key decision in alignment with that vision of where she wanted to be and where she wanted to go. And it's ultimately created the net result of 
that that success being like repeatable and reliable and she said to me before she was like I feel like you are like a coach on the sidelines of like a football field or like a sports team and I'm running this play and the play is like the strategy that we've come up with together and she's like I'm running this play and I feel like I come out and I'm like winded and I'm on the sidelines and you're like run it again run it again get back in there run it again and that's the power of like an awesome freaking strategy and systems and leadership skills that you have honed is that the more you do it, the easier it gets. And that's what success feels like, right? It's like, oh, I've been here before. I've done this. I've done this. And it's like the small accomplishments that lead up to the bigger goal being achieved and feeling that success. Okay, let's talk about success as a mindset before we wrap up. So you've likely heard that you've likely heard the term growth mindset versus fixed mindset. So basically, a growth mindset is one that is not fixed, right? These are the opposite of each other. A fixed mindset is one where we're saying like, well, the situation is what it is and it will never change no matter what I do, so why bother? A growth mindset says you can create change if you are engaged with it, if you're curious, if you work hard, if you adapt to feedback and implement strategies for personal or professional development. It goes without saying that the the people with a growth mindset, and this is totally up to you which one you're choosing, right? If we can train our minds to operate from more of a growth mindset, then we have more of an opportunity to actually take action that leads to growth. I think that there's a lot of, there's just a lot in the coaching industry right now. It's wild, but uh, there's a lot out there about like mindset and fixing your mindset and empowering, you know, empowering yourself and healing your limiting beliefs and working on your shadow and all this stuff. And I just want to remind everyone that like mindset work is awesome it is essential but the point of it is not just to like have a good mindset it's to actually do something it's to take action that aligns with that mindset right and allows you to see the results that you actually want to see it it's that the beliefs inspire and determine the quality and quantity and strategy behind the action you're taking which then leads to results it's not just change your mindset do nothing and then see the results spontaneously manifest and appear out of thin air it's not how it works you have to do it you have to like implement you have to act from that mindset in a way that is expansive in a way that is abundant in a way that uh, you are taking action that is is from a place of abundance, that is from a place of alignment, that is from a place of growth to actually see the result of growth, right? Now, I'm sure that if you changed your mindset and didn't do anything else, maybe by default, a couple things might change because you might just see them differently and then have a different response. However, if you are here, if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that that's not really what we're looking for here we're looking for like accelerated results we're looking for big 
transformation and change and we're looking for mastery and we're looking to excel and succeed in a way that's individually so fulfilling and freeing for you. So if that's the case, I want you to remember that um, you you get to choose (laughs) what kind of mindset you have and the point of choosing your mindset is that you take different action, that you take bigger action, that you do things differently to create a different result. There is a cycle that I talk about often, which is like um, beliefs, potential, action, results. And it's this loop. Like if you imagine this, um, like a pie chart or something, or a, a flow chart even, in a circle. I don't know. That's not technically a flow chart, but you know what I mean? Like a repeated cycle where it starts with beliefs and then the beliefs determine the act, the potential that we see in any given situation. The potential we see determines the action we take and the action we take creates the results. We can't skip over. It's not mindset results. It's mindset perspective or potential action results. Okay. So just because you're doing all the mindset work doesn't mean you get to skip the action and that things will just spontaneously manifest and appear in your life. And I think there is this sort of narrative going on in the personal development coaching industry right now that that could be the case. Or like, if you just get your frequency attuned to the right like I don't even know (laughs) I'm not sure what people are actually claiming to teach or sell or do for you um but I know that I'm turned off by it and I know that there are a lot of people who are turned off by it because it's like okay when it when the rubber meets the road like what is actually changing what are you actually teaching me what am I actually learning what am I applying what's going to be different what's going to shift um so like yeah all that stuff is great And it's not the end of it, right? Like we don't just get our frequency right. And then it's, oh, suddenly I'm making six figures overnight from nothing. It's like, oh, the frequency or the mindset informs different action. And then I take that action and then I create different results. So a reminder, a PSA, if you will. Okay. That's all I've got for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you have been loving this month's podcast theme. And if you haven't listened to all the episodes this month, go ahead and go back into your podcast queue and go listen to the other episodes because we've got some really great stuff to really look at this equation, this concept of success from all different angles. We're talking about under it, over it, on top of it, and through it every single month with each concept that we talk about so that you can really master and excel in applying what you're learning here in your life and in your business and see different results and take different action uh, according to new information. So I hope this is helpful for you. I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram if you're listening. Uh, I always love to hear that you're actually listening to the podcast because it feels like I'm just sitting here with my mic in my office and talking. (laughs) So if If you're enjoying it, let me know, take a screenshot, tag me. I hope that you loved this episode and I look forward to chatting to you next week on the podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Bye loves. Keep your mind wide open. Keep your soul alive. You've got all the 
tuning into today's episode of Like Nobody's Business. So, what did you think? I hope you found this episode absolutely enlivening. If you loved it, I'd be so, so grateful if you'd help me spread the word by sharing this episode with a friend or a loved one you know would feel supported and encouraged by this too. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss an episode. It's also infinitely helpful to me and to my team if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast so that other trailblazers like you can find this resource, know it exists, and step out of struggle and into more ease. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today and for taking this space to receive nourishment for your greatest vision. And in case no one told you this today, you are wildly brilliant, beautifully wise, and radically trustworthy. Keep shining your light so that all of those who need what you're here to share with our world can see, feel, and experience your unique medicine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Like nobody's business.